Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports slate, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling a DD pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them deaf toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort Man. Hello and welcome to the Massive Mediocrity Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Max Kesslering, and I'm here with the go-host with the most, Fraser Kessel Ring. How are you? I'm the ghost with the most. You're back. I'm, I am a ghost bouncer. You're the ghost bouncer? My name is Bobby Bottle Service, a.k.a. Bobby Bottle Service. <laughs> Glad to have you, Bobby. Yeah. Can you pick NFL Thanks. games? I don't know, maybe. How are you at Fantasy. Pretty much just bounce ghosts, and sometimes in my free time, I do fantasy ghost leagues, uh, mostly consisting of picking up bottles and then hitting ghosts with them. So, first off, who's the number one pick in a ghost league? That goes without a doubt to Anne Frank. <laughs> Anne Frank, the number one ghost. <laughs> you know who has to be up there for ghosts? Casper. Casper's number yeah. two ghost. Max, you you you're basically a thirty-seven year old man. Do you know about Caspering? No. So Caspering, do you know about ghosting? About ghosting? Oh, we're bringing back. You know what we're doing right now? <laughs> no, what are we're we doing? We're bringing back. We're bringing back Max Social Hour. <laughs> what, what 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 was the segment called where we teach you about pop culture? Max's pop culture corner. <laughs> Sounds about right. We're, we're bringing that back, okay? Which I'm really excited about. Okay, good. Okay, Bobby Bottle Service. Okay. Please tell me why I should know about okay. ghosting. Okay, so ghosting is when you are in conversations with um, someone who you are trying to become intimate with, and they then disappear and never respond to you again. That is called ghosting. I know that, but what does that have to do with Casper? So a ca- caspering is when you say like I'm not interested or like it's like a friendly ghosting. So you like say one last thing and then you never talk to him again. That's like called caspering and that's friendly ghosting. I think it's a pretty good move. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with friend. I'm with Casper. Casper's still number 2 pick I think in the ghost league. <sighs> Dude, then that concludes Paxi's pop culture corner. Wow. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. That's what I'm here for. Second question, how the hell do you hit a ghost with a damn bottle? That doesn't make any sense. It just kind of, they they absorb it, basically, uh, is what happens. Seems very ineffective. All right, let's, let's talk about football. Let's, we're going to get into some football games. We predicted two games last week. We predicted the Battle of LA and the Saints versus Falcons, the NFC South showdown. Uh, we're going to start off with the Chargers versus Rams. We both picked the Rams. Um... And they, they end up winning 35-23. I'd say a pedestrian game from everyone on their team. They literally just did what they always do. 
It was a it was a classic Rams game. They're a good team. Um, they're good on both sides of the ball. Sean McVay, he really knows how to you know step on the throat of the opposing team. He's not gonna give up. Uh, we are both a little wrong in the fact that we thought it was gonna go under and end up going um, over, but that was more due to. I mean, both teams put up decent points, but the the Rams just really. They really just kind of ran away with that game. Um, they ran away with that early too. Um, Apparently, they're, they're, they're destroying um, like lines right now because they run the spread system, and apparently, or they they their system is they don't change their play calling regardless of the situation. They just run their offense. So if they're up by fifteen, they'll just keep running their normal offense instead of other teams, which will play for the lead. And I think it's because they're so talented. Yeah, not all teams I feel like can do that no. either. Or should. Um, ask the or should. ask Atlanta Falcons about that. Yeah. Yeah, well that they're It's a regular you can season. Still run your, yeah. You can still run your offense. The the problem with what Atlanta did was they were going like no huddle almost. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like th- when they lost to um to the Pats, it wasn't because they we're trying to go for certain plays is because, you know, they were hiking the ball with 16, you know, 21 seconds left on the clock. And when you're trying to run the game out, that's not Mm -hmm. very smart. Yeah. But back to the, back to the battle of LA, um, the chargers are every year. People are thinking that they're going to be the breakout (laughs) team. And then somehow they just suck. And it's a combination of poor coaching and injuries and just lack of performance. It's just, it's crazy how this happens every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the one bright spot for them, though, was Melvin Gordon and Mike Williams, two of their young offensive players. Mm-hmm. I think Mike Williams is making a argument for being the number two receiver on that team behind Keenan Allen. He's definitely their touchdown threat with Antonio Gates gone. Yeah, I think that's a very strong argument. I think he, he's clearly the number two on that team. Tyrell Williams is, is number three. He's an afterthought. Yeah, so it, it's Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. and um, I mean, the Chargers, they got some good pieces. It, again, it's just p- p- poor game management, poor coaching, and you know some key injuries to the defense. They just don't know how to put it back together. Mm-hmm. What's the latest? Do you know the latest on Joey Bosa? Uh, I'm not positive. The last I was reading was it was kind of day to day. Yeah, I'm guessing his comeback is kind of soon. Um, some other injury news for the uh, Rams. It looks like. Uh, a T uh Khalid, what's his name? Dude from the Denver Broncos, the cornerback, Akeem Talib. Yeah, Akeem Talib. He uh he has a high ankle sprain, so that's probably week to week. I th- uh, high ankle sprains are pretty tough. Um they're anywhere from 4 to 8 weeks. And then uh Marcus Peters uh seems to be more day to day and has a chance of playing next week. Um so Joey Bosa looks like he won't be making his debut in September. At least this is reported mm. by ESPN. Um they're looking f- expected for October, so well, that's early or late October. Yeah, that's a month. So, well, I mean, that's 
we're you know no it's a wide way it's a wide range yeah you know what I mean? it's yeah like yep so i mean it's a week to a month basically mm-hmm. so we'll see um from the ram side is there anything big takeaways from the rams i i don't think there was anything interesting besides uh for fantasy robert woods brandon cooks and cooper cup are literally all viable yeah yeah if you have any three of them you're, you're playing them and if you have Todd Gurley, you're definitely playing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you aren't playing Todd Gurley, I want to see the team you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you got a real nice team. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, do you want to talk about probably the biggest upset of the week last week, though? Sure, let's get into that. All right, so the Buffalo Bills were a 17-point <laughs> road dog <gasps> to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and the Bills... Destroyed them. Josh Allen at the helm hurtled all over that team. <laughs> Josh Allen played really well, actually. He's crazy he mobile. Yeah, he's very athletic. Sneaky athletic. And we have to say sneaky athletic because he's white, a white person. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he, can't just, <laughs> he can't just be athletic. He can't just be athletic. He has to be sneaky athletic. <laughs> that's so annoying. He played well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's going to be... A- consistent i don't know what the hell like i think it was a trap game for the vikings they're like sandwiched between two very important games i think they're playing the rams this thursday night so i think they were looking ahead and we're not paying attention to the bills and the bills are well coached that's the best thing i can say about them and i don't know if they're going to be a great team but uh they do have sean, Mc, sean mcdermott right i get the sean mcveigh and sean mcdermott mixed up but sean mcdermott he's a good coach and he can win with less talent on his team. Uh, I don't know how they destroyed this point spread. I think they just kind of got the ball rolling. And this happens a lot in the NFL. Like game script kind of like dictates what, how the pace of play is going. And when you have momentum like that, it's you know, it just keeps coming. They scored twenty-seven unanswered to start the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't and expect the Vikings that. Prepared- the Vikings prepared for the Bills like the Bills were a team who had a player retire at halftime. You know, <laughs> they prepared like the team didn't matter and they were going to walk through them. And it, it doesn't matter the situation. You just can't really do that. No. Um, and it also shed light on the Vikings that they might not be that great. Apparently not. I was I, th- I think I picked them as my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, uh, it was told by it, Iggy. Um that's non-fact-checked, but apparently I picked the Vikings. Okay. Well, congrats on a terrible pick. Yeah. I probably picked the Packers, so we're in the Equally same Equally terrible. I think I also picked the Rams, though. So The Rams... Which is impossible. That can't, definitely that can't gonna, be right. You can't pick the Rams yeah. and the Vikings. They're both in the NFC. Who did I pick in the AFC, then? The Patriots. I think I definitely picked the Patriots. God, yeah. it's going so poorly for me. Whew. The Rams are scary, man. They're so good. I think they're the best team in the NFL. I don't know if there's still a line on um, the NFC West, but the Rams are... I don't know what is more than locked <laughs> but they, to win. Yeah. I don't know if it's a minus 20,000. I don't know what it is, but whatever amount of money that you can afford to cough up, like <laughs> it doesn't matter the odds. Run through the teams in the AFC uh, or the NFC West. Um, you got Seattle, the Jimmy, the Jimmy G less 49ers who <laughs> might not win another game. You have Seattle, who is a flaming pile of dog shit. 
And uh, you got the who, flying who Josh Rosens. Oh, and you got the Cardinals. <laughs> they are so bad. They actually might be the worst team in the NFL. Dude, there's that that, that that that's terrible. <laughs> that's a bad division. They're gonna that's eat, a, eat up that division this year. Yeah. Um, the Rams don't need any help winning games, but the fact that they get to play those te- all of those teams twice definitely will inflate their win total slightly. Hard to disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But the Bills, Josh Allen, he looked good. The only thing that's a little weird is like, how did he not start the year? What was the reason behind that? Yeah, we know what Nathan Peterman is. There's a there's a verb for what Nathan Peterman does. It's when someone goes out and throws five picks. That's called a Peterman. You know, uh, how do you not start over someone with their own verb? Yeah, that's five interceptions. Five interceptions in a game. Yeah, that's a Peterman. If <laughs> yeah, man, I got a I had a rough game in our flag football. I threw a Peterman. <laughs> Real early, and they're like, "What?" They're like, "Oh man, he threw five picks in the first half. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough to do." Speaking of ugly football, you want to move on to a different game? Sure, why not? The Titans Jags. Woof. You said go on to another actual game, no, and you picked this no, one. No, I said <laughs> no. I said move on to another ugly game. Oh, ugly game. Yeah. Freaking woof! There was like a total of a hundred passing yards from the Titans. And 150 for the freaking Blake Bortles. It's so funny the way that the Viking or that the. So remember when everyone was saying last week how the Jags were better without Leonard Fournette? Shut the hell up! Because they had to game script differently, and Blake Bortles was unleashed. Blake Bortles unleashed. They should have remembered who the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> Put some respect on that name. Put some respect on Leonard Fournette's name and remember that Blake Bortles has a hard time, like, getting out of the shower, you know, effectively. He's just, like, he's a spaz. <laughs> and he's not very I don't good. Know what... There was not a single touchdown score in the whole game. Nine to six. I feel like that's Iggy's, like, ideal Ugh. football game. Just all field goals. Dude, don't <laughs> even get me started. Corey Davis is the leading receiver. For the Titans with 34 yards and they won the game. Yeah. Um, the Jags definitely want Leonard Fournette to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, little surprised that they held him out this past week, but they don't want him to play unless he's 100%. Okay. Um, well, so the Titans looked terrible last week and they looked terrible this week and they won both games. That's why they held him out. It's because the Titans are bad and. They thought they could get by him. It was upset Sunday. Yeah. No, I I know. Um, (laughs) They're bad. Yeah, they are bad. (laughs) They did nothing well. Apparently, No, but the Titans are like a little sneaky. Dude, don't even try and back up your freaking... I'm back on the Titans. I'm back on the Titans. God, they're so bad, though. Uh, Bitch, they're 2-1, so... (laughs) So how does that make any sense the nfl is so confusing (laughs) there's no trends everything's just a shit show i just sometimes i'm like why do i pay attention to this when none of it's predictable but i guess that's what makes it fun too it's pretty crazy i mean 
Dude, the Titans do have some pieces. Yeah, but... Their problem is just their quarterback play. Yeah, none of their quarterbacks are good. That's the problem, yeah. Blaine Gabbert was out with a concussion, I think, is what it was. Yeah, he played early, and then Marcus Mariota, old tingly fingers. He had the Peyton Manning fingers. Uh, He couldn't feel the football, and he still... I mean... Good for him for sucking up and going out there playing, but uh, it's tough. You know, when you're not a very good quarterback to begin with, and then you can't feel your fingers in your throwing hand, you know, that's not a great combination. (laughs) But you're going up against the great equalizer in Blake Bortles, and uh, Mike Lombardi made a good point. Like, if you put Sam Bradford on on the Jaguars, like... I don't... Sam Bradford... Not yet. Not Sam... Who did I say? Sam Bradford... No, um, what's his name? Josh Darnold? Ma- no, no, no. Matthew Stafford. Oh, Stafford, dude, yeah. If you put Stafford well, well, yeah. on the Jaguars, Stafford's like a top, you know, 12, 10 quarterback-ish. Yeah, well, Stafford's like kind of good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would just dominate. Yeah, they'd be really good. That defense is insane. I don't know. We have this conversation every week, though, so whatever. All right, we'll move on to a different game. You want to go on to this week? Yeah, let's do this week. We'll do this week's picks. Okay, so let's try and get we'll get three games in at least um, for this week. I'd say we should really. We already talked about the Vikings and the Rams, but that's going to be a huge game on Thursday night. Kind of interested to see what's. um, All right, here's here's two teams we haven't talked about at all: Uh, the Texans versus the the Colts. The Texans right now are zero and three. They've lost Mm -hmm. to the Patriots, the Titans. And the Giants. And then the Colts right now are, I want to say, oh, they're they're one in two. The only win was against the Redskins, which they looked okay in. So who do you got in this game, and why do you think they have a chance at winning? I got the Colts. Um, I don't trust Houston. Their pieces haven't come together. Um, Bad O-lines don't travel well. And Houston has about as bad of a O line as possible. Um, Indy's playing at home in a dome. Um, Andrew Luck might not have full power in his shoulder, but he's still a good quarterback. Um, the The fact I'm just looking at the line right now. Mm-hmm. The Colts. The Colts are a minus one. I really like the Colts there. Mm. I think that that minus one is almost a pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the Colts, and I might have put a few shillings on that one. Um, yeah, I feel really confident in that. I really just don't trust Houston. Deshaun Watson's a lot of fun. They have some really good pieces in um, DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller is, you know, he's a legit wide receiver. They just can't run the ball, and they can't block. Yeah, I'd say pass blocking is their main problem. I mean, I think they should be able... I mean, they, they haven't really been able to run the ball either. I mean, I, yeah, their O-line is really their major issue. And their defense is not up to par to be able to hold that. I mean, they're holding them to other teams to around 20-something points. It's not like they're getting blown out. And they're in every single game. I guess that's why I'm going to take the Texans. Because I think this Ooh. this can be a DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun... Uh, Watson game. It's the game where they show up and JJ Watt shows up and it's not like they're on a field that's like, ooh, Indianapolis. What a scary place to play. 
Their home field advantage is insane. So you're telling me on a neutral field, the Texans are four point four points better than the Colts. No, I say they're one point better. No, no, no. On a neutral field. Do you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's usually about three points for home field advantage. No, it should I go the other way. No, because if you said that the the oh they're the minus Colts one. Are, Colts the Colts are, minus are favored one. minus one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Colts are favored, so it would go the other direction. Oh, so it'd be two. So that yeah. So it'd be the. No, no, I'm right. No, it's it's they're a two point favorite. Oh my god, math, so bad right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's break it down. Okay, so so if if this was even, yeah. right? So you get three points for being at home. Yeah. So that's saying the Texans are two points better right. than the Colts. I don't think so. I think they are. I think they're going to win this game. Are you trying to place a bet? <laughs> sure, I'll place a bet. All right, all right, dude. Let's do it. I'll give you minus one. Okay. I'll give you plus one. I'll give I'll give you the Texans plus one, and then I'll take the I'll take the Colts. Okay, sounds good. What do we got on All this right. one? You, I'll just send me the PayPal. <laughs> send you. Send me the PayPal info. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I will not be fulfilling that PayPal request because I'll be sending you one as well. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we'll make it Venmo, and then we'll make everyone read it. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone can see an Iggy. Iggy's one of my Iggy, favorite Iggy pastimes is he likes to go on to Venmo and see who's selling and buying drugs. <laughs> what are the indicators? I think it's maple leaves and pills. The pill emojis. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mushrooms, pill emojis, maple leaves. Those are my guesses. Oh, shit. I pulled out my microphone. Well, Frazier figures out how to put his microphone back in. Uh, <laughs> let's go to a different game because that game is not that interesting to me. Um, but we haven't talked about those teams, and I do want to talk about them next week after we've paid more attention to them. Sound good? Sounds good, dude. Sounds good. All right. Next game. Why can't I get there? I'm pressing back on my screen so much. What is going on? Frazier, tell me another game that's going on. All right, I got it. Nope, I don't got it. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm doing. I'm wrestling my mic. Hold on. <laughs> okay, got one. We are a freaking shit show. All right. Let's go with the... Oh, that's going to be just... Okay, let's do Ram Steelers. Or, uh, done... Sorry, not Ram Steelers. Raven Steelers. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because it's the Battle of AFC... Um, these two teams are, I think they're both two and one, I want to say, or I guess the Steelers are right there. The one, one and one. Yeah. The Steelers are 500 through three weeks, which <laughs> is really impressive. There's only, it's like the first time that four teams have all been one, one and one. Yeah. In like the history of the I NFL. Don't doubt that. <laughs> Who do you got in this game and why? This I haven't seen either of them play all that much. Um, the Ravens would see okay. So the Bills, let's just follow this. Okay, let's follow it. Bills got blown out by week in week one, right? By Forty-seven the to three. Yeah, and then week two, what happened to the Ravens? Ravens lost to the Bengals 
And it, mm-hmm. it was, who, are, who are good. Who are good. And that's the game that A.J. Green basically popped off for three touchdowns immediately. And then the Ravens were kind of crawling back. Like, they were kind of mm-hmm. in it towards the end. They lost by 11, but it was closer than that, I would say. And then they beat mm-hmm. the Broncos last week. And I think the Broncos have their flaws. They're a decent team. They have their flaws, but they're a decent team. It's not like they're beating chumps. Like, yeah, the Bills are bad, but, like, they've been in some close games. And I think... The the one thing I like to point out is the Ravens are good against bad defenses. So like, mm-hmm. the Bills don't have a great defense, and they scored forty seven points. Like the Raven or the Broncos has a decent defense, and they still scored twenty seven. Like the Ravens are able to put up points. That's I guess all I'm trying to say. And and the Steelers have a terrible defense, as proven yeah. by everyone that's played the Steelers. Yep. Yeah, and the Ravens have a decent defense. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely like a top 10 defense. Mm-hmm. I've had them in fantasy. I would know. Yeah, and there's still some issues surrounding um, Pittsburgh. They are playing at home, and as everyone knows, for whatever reason, Big Ben always shows up at home in Pittsburgh. I don't know if it's the he water. He played great last night, though. Wow. Ben Brothsberger yeah. showed up. That play he had at the end of the game where he was getting – you know, he was getting rushed on. He'd pulled a Ben Roethlisberger move, slipped out the pocket, and threw across his body while being tackled to forgot who it was coming over the middle. That was an incredible, incredible play. Basically sealed the game for him. Yeah, this is this is tough because the the Browns look a little better than everyone thought they were mm-hmm. actually. So that that tie is not looking too bad. Um, the Chiefs are steamrolling everyone on offense. So that loss doesn't really look that bad. And then their win over the Bucks, who have been playing really good football, is pretty impressive. So at the end of the day, this is a pretty um, solid game. This might be a really good game to watch because Sunday night, it's the only game on. This is going to be, you know, primetime television, I think. And these teams are always close, and they're always tighter contests because they see each other so much. Yeah. Um, before I get into who I'm picking, mm. the over-under on this game is 51 points. I think that's a, I think that's a touch high. Um, these, these two teams always play one another really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Pittsburgh's at home, and their offense is pretty high-flying. They just don't have Le'Veon Bell. They're still missing a few, you know, people on the off. I, I just have a hard time seeing it go on over 51. Um, so I kind of like the under on that. But I think at the end of the day, it's hard to to bet against Ben Roethlisberger at home. So I'm going Pittsburgh. I really wanted to take the Ravens, mm-hmm. but everything I said, I just I got to go with Pittsburgh. I, I keep wanting to take teams that are the opposite of yours because I see a way in which the other team wins. Steelers at home on a Sunday night is tough, though. Um, so I think it's going to be a tough one for the Ravens to win because it's in Pittsburgh. I see the Ravens winning probably the next game. I think they're splitting this series in whatever way happens. Like, if the Ravens end up winning this game, it's going to be split. Um, so I'm taking the Steelers on this one. Uh Ben Roethlisberger really showed me something. But from a storyline standpoint, if they lost, this Le'Veon Bell thing would really start to blow up. And that's what it seemed to me. Yeah, because Connor didn't play that well. Um, If C.J. Mosley plays, Mm -hmm. that's going to be really big for uh, the Ravens. He's he's a freak. Yeah, He's a freak. Um, 
Yo, shout out to T-Sizzle still holding it down. And his horrendous... With, ri- with his Rice crispy face. <laughs> and his horrible tribals. Yeah, he's got some bad tattoos. <laughs> he's my winner for worst tattoos every single... Every single week. I like to pick off- offensive and defensive linemen with the worst tattoos. Yeah. It's tough. Those are that's talk about a tough pick. I feel like those are real tough. Mm-hmm. All right, last game. Last game. Oof. Okay, here's one: the surging Dolphins against the New England Patriots. The struggling New England Patriots. Who do you got in this one? Taking the Pats after a bad loss to Detroit. <laughs> There's no I think this way. Is, this is kind of a lock. The Dolphins are smoke and mirrors a little bit every game that they've won they easily i mean they probably shouldn't have won um Tannehill's been playing well it's impressive i love players coming back off injuries who are performing you know at or above what they were before yeah um we just see too often where players get hurt and they're just kind of never the same um kind of like Derek carr a little bit Derek carr not that he was you know some second second coming of whatever but you can just tell ever since that leg and back injury he's just getting the ball out of out of his hands mm-hmm. so fast he's always it's he's always, he's always done, done that, that but, but dude it's like on like some next level mm-hmm. um yeah so so i'm happy Tannehill's coming back kenny Stills is playing really well um you know Devonte parker is like uh the freaking slender man or yeah. i don't know he he's just like you say Devon every year we're like all right we're done with Devonte. i've been done we're with not him talk we're not talking about Devonte parker and you know what we're talking about Devonte parker i'm not because <laughs> there's no reason to talk about him what are you talking about he's been playing well for them i have not watched a lot of dolphins look at the stats I mean, in the Raiders game, he had two for 40. I wouldn't call that a great game. I'm not saying he's elite. I'm just saying he's playing. He's, like, <laughs> he's on the damn team. <laughs> he had no, he's fine. He, he had no catches in their Jets game. He's fine. He's not fine, Frazier. He's not fine. He's fine. Frazier. He's had two he's catch, fine. He's had two catches this season. Yeah, for 40 yards. Frazier, he yeah, sucks. One... Dude, I swear to God. I swear to God. Don't you dare talk about Devontae Parker like Frazier, that. Frazier, he sucks. He's not even mediocre. He can't be even be the mediocre receiver <laughs> of this podcast. He freaking sucks. I want him to be on our podcast. Do you think if we contacted him? I'm sure no one... I think if I did. I'm sure no one else I is calling him. him. Devontae Parker is nice, dude. He's so bad. All right, let me double check this. I'm freaking actually fact yeah, checking. He's got. He has. He, has, he only has two receptions for forty yards. <laughs> yeah, Frazier. He sucks. He doesn't suck. All right, fine. He just. It's due to lack of targets. Okay, so I'm picking the Patriots too, and it's because the Dolphins are playing probably the worst schedule in the NFL. Listen to the schedule: Titans, Jets, Raiders. Those are three bad teams. Those are and three they should have teams. lost to the Raiders. And they should and have they lost to the Titans. Should have lost to the Titans. 
in that weird hurricane game, and they should have lost the Jets. I will say the Patriots, their offense requires a lot of trust. Um, and Tom and Brady trusts no one. Yeah. Well, can you blame him? I guess. Not really. No one's open. And no I, one's even like trying to get open. I don't even understand. Gronk is. 